Welcome back to the Popcast Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Kavya, and I'm so excited to have you all back for episode 16 of the podcast. I'm super excited to be talking about this week's topic. Um, It's going to be a little bit different because the episode is going to be slightly shorter just because I don't have as much to run down as I have in the previous 15 episodes. Um, It's also going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be talking a lot more about the show as a whole as well as other shows in this genre versus just discussing this season although yes I will discuss this season because I do have a lot of remarks to make and that also heavily ties into how I feel about this show as a whole and how I feel about the contestants on this show but before we get into all of that just want to remind you all that you should totally hit the follow button you should also push the notification bell you will get um notified every time I post which is usually Fridays at 5 p.m eastern standard time which is my time zone and yeah i mean check the bio obviously take a look at those social medias um i will update you all once they are fully up and running but you can check those out if you want to already be ready but i will let you all know when it's fully up and running so without further ado let's get into it all right so these past couple months The Voice season 21 has been airing on NBC and there was a major twist, a major appeal that made this season different from any other season of The Voice we'd ever seen and that was having Ariana Grande as a coach. So obviously we have seen very many big stars be coaches on The Voice, you know, it's not some, it's not necessarily very, um, unexpected you know we've had people like obviously Blake Shelton who is the kind of the running one the one that has been there pretty much every single time we see him every season um Shakira has been there um we've seen Jennifer Hudson we've seen Miley Cyrus we've seen Nick Jonas we've seen Usher we've seen Christina Aguilera We've seen Alicia Keys, um, we've seen Pharrell Williams, Gwen Stefani, obviously Adam Levine, John Legend, Kelly Clarkson. We've seen all of these people. So that is a pretty, you know, impressive list. They're all very recognizable names. I think one of the biggest things to take into consideration with that is the fact that a lot of these stars are not necessarily in their prime anymore. Someone like Kelly Clarkson or Shakira or um, Gwen Stefani or Christina Aguilera or Alicia Keys, like any of these people that I was just talking about, these are all still very big names. You know, if you say any of these names to someone, they're going to know exactly who you're talking about. They are still considered to be very famous. When I say they're not in their peak, I just mean they're not at that point where they're, you know releasing music at this kind of intervaled pace and getting those radio hits and going on tour. They're not in that stage of their life anymore. They are still very popular. They are still very famous, but that's kind of where they are at the moment. Introducing Ariana Grande as a host 
or sorry, not a host, well, as a judge and a coach this season was huge. It was a huge, huge, huge decision. I, when I first saw the announcement on Instagram, well, I think I saw it on Twitter first. I saw like it was all over my timeline. I was refreshing and people were just posting the Instagram post. So I went on Instagram and looked and I was completely surprised to see Ariana Grande there, you know? Um, I think the only people who are within their primes that we get on the show are usually those, like, uh, guest coaches or the special coaches that come in for a few episodes, but they're never, like, permanent coaches. You know, they come in, like, Taylor Swift um, came in once, Ed Sheeran came in this season, but they're super short, you know? They don't stay. So Ariana Grande being an actual sit-down coach for this season was something that I really did not expect because she is in her prime. She's very much an it girl in the pop industry. She's still very much the center of pop culture discussions today. Um, you know, there's headlines about her every other day. Um, she's trending on, tre- sorry, trending on Twitter all the time. She's consistently the topic of conversation. She's, um, you know, obviously always getting number ones. Every time she releases an album, it goes number one. She has several number one hit singles from each of these albums. She's very much in her prime. She has a huge fan base, one of the most followed people on Instagram, still very much in her phase where she's going on tour and she's got merchandise that's selling out. You know, her and Taylor Swift, her and Taylor Swift, I'm sorry, are very much, you know, at the top of that pop game in terms of their relevance in pop culture, them, you know, they, they, they're kind of on that status level. So I was very, very surprised to see her on this show. But I think one of the most interesting things about her being on The Voice was that it's opening the door for a lot of other big artists who are currently big to say, you know, I wouldn't mind being on the show. I think I saw a TikTok towards the beginning of the season that both Justin Bieber and Billie Eilish um, expressed kind of an interest in maybe being a coach on this show one day, which is crazy because obviously they're both two other artists who are very much kind of in that prime phase at the moment. So um, it's, it's interesting that it really is opening these doors because I think Ariana being the first to do it is like, okay, you can, you can be very much, you know, in your prime and still just do this. So do I think Ariana Grande will be a consistent coach as in, do I think she'll be in the next several seasons? I really cannot say for sure. I mean, the other coaches did talk to her in a way where they were like, you know, it's just your first season. It's okay. So very much the emphasis on this is your first season. So I don't know if she'll come back again. Maybe she'll come back every other season because she is very, very busy, you know, and it really worked out with her schedule this time around to be on The Voice and do whatever else she's doing. But you can't guarantee that every time this year, um, sorry, every year this time that she's going to be in that same state where she is very free. So I guess I'm very interested to see how that will carry over. Even if they try this one season thing, you know, one season with a very much it person in the industry. I think that would also be a very strategic move uh, in terms of pulling in audiences. You know, the voice, the numbers really went up this season because of Ariana Grande fans um, and all these people tuning in because she was, you know, a coach. Another thing that was very impactful, it was for the people on her team. I think post the show besides the winner who 
was not from her team. I'm seeing the most traction, you know, these artists get, like, the ones that got the most traction are from Ariana's team, because Ariana's fan base obviously accepts them and is like, okay, you know, like, we will support you in anything you do, and if you release music, we're gonna stream that music. So, it's very much all tethered like that. So everyone who is on Ariana's team kind of has an advantage post the voice, you know? So I think that that was, that's something very interesting to point out and something that I noticed as well. So what is my opinion of the voice in general? So I can't even talk about the voice the way I've talked about the last couple reality TV shows that I've talked about on this podcast, I think I've only talked about Love Island, Big Brother, and Survivor because those were the only three um, shows that I felt like talking about this year in terms of reality TV, or last year, sorry. Oh, yes, it is the new year. (laughs) Um, But uh, I think Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelorette are the only ones that, and The Challenge as well, that came out that I watched that I haven't talked about so I'll probably just talk about next season of The Bachelorette and next season of Bachelor in Paradise and maybe next season of The Challenge if it's a good season but you kind of get what I'm saying um the kind of the big difference between The Voice and those shows is just the way that the show is structured I think it's very very different obviously um Obviously, Love Island is very different, so we'll kind of excuse that. It's a very different genre. Big Brother and Survivor technically fall under competition as well as The Voice, but The Voice is more talent competition-based. My opinion on talent competitions in general is very mixed just because it's so difficult to really spot out who can make it. There's very few people who are able to come out of talent competitions and build a very successful career for themselves. It's not very common that you see someone come out of a, you know, uh, a show and become the next big thing. And I really have been wondering for a while why that's the case. And I think one of the biggest reasons is simply because not everything can be supported that way. It's very hard coming off a talent competition and then going to release your own music. I think one of the biggest reasons why is that a lot of people who go on these talent competitions aren't actually songwriters, which is something I only started noticing recently. And a lot of the people who blow up, at least, kind of have this very catchy or very well-written music, and that's what kind of puts them on the map. If they don't have that, they have something that's just naturally known as the it factor. And before I come back to this topic, that kind of leads me into talking about this season specifically. So I'm going to quickly go through these names uh, in terms of when they got eliminated and everything and what team they were on. Obviously, I'm not going to include who stole who um, and who was saved because I just, I genuinely cannot remember those little details apologies if I mess up some of these names kind of closer to the bottom but everyone who was basically eliminated in the battle rounds was Carolina Alonzo Wyatt Michael and Parker McKay from Kelly Clarkson's team KJ Jennings Kyla Grace Janora Brown Jack Rogan from John Legend's team Chavin Rogers, Sophia Bromberg, KCK3 from Ariana's team, 
and then the Joy Reunion, Tommy Edwards, Clint Sherman, and Caitlin Velez from Blake Shelton's team. Oh, I guess they actually put it right here for me. Never mind, I will actually go ahead and say this. Then we had four people who were stolen in the battles round. Um, so that was Manny Keith getting stolen from Blake's team, Haley Mia getting stolen from Ariana's team, Jonathan Mullen stolen from John Legend's team, and Jershika Maple stolen from Kelly Clarkson's team. Then in the knockout rounds, we had Jonathan Mooton getting eliminated from Blake's team, Carson Peters, Barrett Haynes, them as well, all from Blake's team. We had Catherine Ann Muller and Manny Keith eliminated from Ariana's team, Sabrina Diaz and Brittany Bree eliminated from John Legend's team, Kinsey Rose, the Cunningham sisters, and Xavier Cornell eliminated from Kelly's team. Then in the knockout rounds, we had two people stolen from Ariana's team, Katie Ray and David Vogel, nobody stolen from Blake's team, Paris Winningham stolen from John Legend's team, and Holly Forbes stolen from Kelly's team. Then there were three contestants who were eliminated but named for the voice comeback, and that was Haley Green from Blake's team, Samara Brown from John Legend's team, and Aaron Hines from Kelly Clarkson's team. Then in the live playoffs, Libyanka and Petey Chavis were eliminated from Blake Shelton's team. Von Mogul, Raquel Trinidad, and Bella Dinopoli were eliminated from Ariana's team. David Vogel and Samuel Harness were eliminated from John Legend's team, and Katie Ray was eliminated from Kelly Clarkson's team. So the people eliminated in the live shows were Lana Scott from Blake's team, Riley Plank, Holly Forbes, and Jim and Sasha Allen from Ariana's team, Shadell and Joshua Vacanti from John Legend's team, and Jiminy and Jeremy Rosado from Kelly Clarkson's team. And that officially leaves us with the top five. So, in order, in fifth place was Jershika Maple from John Legend's team. In fourth place was Haley Mia from Kelly Clarkson's team. In third place was Paris Winningham from Blake Shelton's team. In second place was Wendy Moten from Blake Shelton's team. And the winner was Girl Named Tom from Kelly Clarkson's team. So this means that Ariana did not have a single person that was a finalist. Jim and Sasha Allen were her furthest run act. And Kelly Clarkson took home the win. So... This is very interesting to me. I think one of the things that stood out the most was just the placement of all of this, you know? What I mean by that is Girl Named Tom won. That's crazy. They're the first group to ever win the show, and they they were also the first thing we ever saw on this season. They were the first act to audition. They were the first people in the blind audition. So they were the first thing we got of season 21 was Girl Named Tom. And they were also the winners. Absolutely was super ecstatic for them. They had a very good energy about them. They were very likable. Um, They had good charisma, good sibling chemistry. Um, Obviously, when they were singing together, they had amazing harmonies. Everything flew very well to 
flowed very well together. And I think um, that's something that was very, very consistent with the judges' comments. They always said, you know, that you guys just have amazing chemistry and amazing, amazing technique and vocal ability. They all worked so well. They all got different chances to shine. And obviously, they formed a very strong relationship with Kelly. Um, they were all very close with her. She always kind of chose, you know, I don't even think they were ever in like a bottom two, three, four, five, whatever. I think that they were always consistently being one of the first people saved on Kelly's team every single time that these live votes were read. So that was amazing. Um, personally, I didn't see them winning. Like, I didn't expect this to be the outcome. I thought, if anybody out of everyone, I thought that Wendy Moen was the most talented person this season, just in terms of vocal ability. Obviously, I'm not a vocal professional. I'm not a singer or anything like that. But just from a viewer's point of view and someone that I just see to just have the biggest and best voice, I just thought it was Wendy. And I also do see Wendy succeeding a lot in the music industry because I see the need for another voice like hers. Um, girl named girl named Tom is very different so if they are able to succeed and become really big that's amazing because there's not a lot a lot of single acts or groups that sound like them there's not a lot of people that do what they do however when you have groups like that it is very hard to kind of accelerate not everyone can be one direction or little mix or bts not everyone can blow up like that i feel like group success or duo success is much 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 more rare and there's usually other factors involved and that's obviously not to say that these people aren't talented because i am a very very big fan of one direction and little mix and i was growing up and everything so that's not to say that but however there's usually a lot of other things in play such as there's kind of that extra appeal and there's that fan base and they have some other things, you know, going for them. Like BTS can are also like amazing performers in terms of dancing and all this other stuff. So they're usually able to add these other it factors to it. And that's why we see most other groups um, or duos kind of not be as big today, you know, like they're more on another list. Um, you know, I, I feel like there's obviously the groups I mentioned are all very much obviously One Direction is not a group anymore, but they were very much at the top, very much dominating, and now they're not a group, however, Harry Styles is still dominating, so, and he was a member of One Direction, so it's just very hard, um, but I, I, I would like to see them succeed, I think they're very charismatic, I think they're very talented, I think Wendy Moten was probably the most talented from this season, um, and I, I could really see her getting pretty far. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that was like my main takeaway from her. Other people I could really see going far are, is Jershika. Again, I feel like the music industry could use another voice like that. Um, Paris, I thought he was absolutely incredible. You know, I think he had the best male voice of the season, obviously, since he was the only male besides the males and the girl named Tom I'm just not, I'm talking about single acts but that was in the finals you know so I think he has an incredible voice he was one of the people I was the most impressed with when watching the blind auditions and just all the rehearsal footage so I think you know that that really stands for something I also think Haley Mia has one of the best shots at becoming big obviously she's only 14 right now or 15 14 I think she's 14 so she's very 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 no, she's 15. 
it doesn't matter. She's very, very, very young. She has an incredible voice. She's very likable. She's very charismatic. That's someone I could see becoming a very, very big young star, you know, very much following in that trajectory. I could really see that. I could really see her being a young Olivia or something like that. Um, she has a great voice. Obviously, she connected a lot with fans. A lot of people really, really liked her. And although she did end up on Team Kelly, um, she was on Ariana's team for a while, so a lot of Ariana fans have kind of latched onto her. And then she was a finalist. So I think um, the, sh- the, the chances look really good for Kelly. The person I've seen the most reception for has been Sasha Allen, who was part of Jim and Sasha on Team Ariana. I've seen him gain the most traction in terms of followers and just interactions, and people have really, really latched onto him, and I think that is very much because of his relatability. Um, he He's very funny. I, I don't know if like any of you have ever seen his TikTok or his Twitter or anything like that. He's super funny. He's a Taylor Swift mega stan. Like, he has all those relatability factors going on and going for him. So when a lot of people wanted Jib and Sasha to get eliminated, thought they weren't really holding up with the rest of the competition, all I could think was that they have the star power, though. Like, that is star power, you know? Um, A lot of people were saying this and that, and I was like, no, no, no. Like, come on. <laughs> like, you can't be serious. Because more than talent and more than anything else, the star quality is what makes you, obviously, a star. And obviously, he is talented. Like, he got that far. He is very talented. But I think it's just the charisma and just the energy and the star quality that could really, truly make him a star in some form, you know? I think that's what we really need to start looking for in these talent competitions is that star quality, that natural ability to perform, gain traction, get an audience, as well as be very talented and versatile and all of these other things. Because I feel like that's what's ultimately going to put you on the map. And that's when you know your job has really been done. Because like I said, not a lot of people come out of these reality competition shows and become stars. There obviously have been a few, like a few people came out of it, obviously. Um, Harry Styles and Camila Cabello and all of these people came out of reality competition shows. But that is so rare. If we combine every season of every reality competition show and kind of put it all together and just counted all those seasons basically knowing how many winners there ever were and see who made it big it's a really small percentage you know there's probably like six or seven total people who made it to kind of that a-list status which is very very interesting compared to the hundreds of seasons you would have by combining all of these shows so I think one of the biggest things that need to happen is I think bigger stars, by today's standards, need to be on these shows because obviously other people have the experience, but the people who are currently very big have both the experience, the connections, the current advice as in 2022, the best of the best advice you can possibly have, and are just the most in touch with the industry as it is at the very moment because they are very actively involved in it at the very moment. So I think that is one of the biggest things that needs to be 
looked at and I think that introducing Ariana Grande this season was a huge step in the right direction and I feel like a lot of other competition shows will try to do similar things and have it not try to just be these like one season type things um I think it'll really promote a lot of success to the contestants on these shows and I think that they will all stand better chances because I would love to see some of these people become more successful and that's kind of where I stand with reality competition shows you know and with The Voice I personally to me compared to the other competition shows I don't find it the most engaging or the most interesting obviously I love to hear them sing and I think everyone's performances are better but it can get boring especially since the episodes are occasionally about an hour and 25 minutes not including ads So that's a lot of time to sit and just listen to random people just sing. And sometimes it's fun. Sometimes I'm not really in the mood for it. So that's just how it is. Most of the previous seasons, I haven't actually sat through the entire thing. I've just sat through some blind auditions, maybe a few battles and knockouts. But that's pretty much it, you know? So... This is the first season that I've actually sat through and watched from beginning to end, not skipping any episodes, not skipping anything, and that was because of Ariana, so now obviously I'm familiar with not necessarily everyone at the very bottom or anything since we didn't get much time with them, but everyone that kind of started getting eliminated even by the live, just everyone that was in the live shows, um, live playoffs including, I'm very familiar with them, you know, so that is really good, you know, it just really prompted me to watch it, and now I'm familiar with these names, so I think that will really hold a test to a lot of these producers and a lot of these creators to try to create something a little bit more like this, and I think that will really, really help and will really show results in the future, so that is something that I am very interested to see and kind of see if that really carries on, not just on The Voice, but on other shows like X Factor, America's Got Talent, um, pretty much anything you can think of, you know, I think introducing some of that would be great. Sometimes I find the voice's humor to be a little bit stale. I don't always find it hilarious when the the judges are just, or coaches are just arguing, so I think kind of finding different forms of humor would also be very helpful, um, and just kind of modernizing their content a little bit more and kind of getting younger people to see the appeal of it because I feel like the main targeted audience with the voice especially considering who the coaches usually are is older people and I think something that if we really just sit down and think about who makes today's stars big it's young people Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift and Harry Styles and you know everyone you can possibly think of has a young fan base you know, obviously they have an older fan base as well, but a young fan base who's consistently promoting them on social media, who's consistently listening to their music, because obviously we, we all have nothing better to do. That's what is really, really, really just holds true. It's just a fact. It's just the way it is. So I think trying to appeal to younger people, and I don't mean younger people like children. I mean younger people as in younger adults, teenagers, trying to appeal to that audience will be so beneficial in terms of gaining traction to both your show as well as gaining traction to these artists that they're trying to put out there and it'll be really beneficial for the people who come on to these shows 
So that actually kind of brings me towards the end. This did end up being about almost short of pretty much 30 minutes. So that was a little bit longer than I expected because I didn't think I had as much to say. But I hope you all enjoyed listening to my thoughts on this season of The Voice as well as The Voice and reality competition, you know, talent competition shows in general. I really enjoyed talking about this topic. It was a little bit different for me because I got to talk about it more just from like a branding side and kind of those things which I haven't really discussed on this podcast before. So that was really exciting and I hope to do more content like this in the future because that was really, really fun. But that pretty much brings me to the end. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I hope you all have a great rest of your day or a great evening, whatever time it is for you that you are listening to this. And don't forget to, if you haven't already, hit the follow button, hit the notification bell. And until next time, bye! Thank mm-hmm. you.